The Commanders are jogging through practice. We've got injuries regardless, and it's going to be Baltimore week. That's right. Some joint practice information for you on your 13 August Daily Commanders update. Let's go. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to your daily commanders update here on ref the district and the believe network. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the stoner. We're ref the district and we've got it all for you here today. This is the day after the day after Washington won a preseason game and they are back to practice stoner only they're jogging through practice is, is, is how it's going according to the beat reporters. Now fans were here at practice. So JP Finley telling us it felt like about 10 K. Wow. Nikki J saying, even though it's just jogging through fans are getting excited. Even if uh, Jahan Dotson was going up against fourth string defense at this, uh, at this juncture, but what do you make again? 10 K fans coming to the, to a jog through practice. Yeah. It's kind of hard to judge what's going to take place way in advance you knew you're going to have a practice today with fans but coming off of that game on friday night you didn't want to do uh too much so it was just a little jog through get some uh install a few plays here and there get the scout team out there against the ones and all that and just kind of fling the ball around so no big deal it was it was a slow quiet practice but man when you got ten thousand fans out there that'll bring your energy up no matter what that that's pretty awesome to see on a on a hot muggy sunday afternoon or morning man it was ten thousand fans is pretty impressive yeah that's not too bad and like you said again this uh, kind of a slow practice uh fans still getting excited still happy to be out there oh, yeah. love the energy the we know that the players are feeding off of that energy at least the ones that are out there there were mm -hmm. quite a few players who did not participate Logan Thomas, once again, not practicing with a calf injury. Yep. Uh, Ron Rivera letting us know, giving a kind of an update, Chase Young dealing with that stinger, slowed down in practice. I mean, this is already a jog through. So, I mean, we're, we're practically mm. crawling mm -hmm. at this point for Chase Young and Fidarius Mathis, who also tweaked his calf, uh, yeah. joining Logan Thomas on the calf injuries there. Uh, he did that during, during the game on, uh, on Friday night. What's going on with the calf injuries in camp right now? Of the four guys who are kind of nursing injuries, you got Chase, who's got the stinger, and then you got Logan, Sadiq Charles, and and uh, now Fedarian Mathis with calf injuries. Got to work not, out something on them calves, man. <laughs> or they got to get a they got to get a CCC, a calf conditioning coach <laughs> out there or something. But uh, yeah, so it was good though that they came out of the game on Friday night fairly clean. You just have the stinger, and then you have a little bit with uh, Mathis. Mathis did go back in the game on Friday, mm -hmm. but you got to be careful with these things when you still got, what, a month until, is it yeah. four weeks now until opening day, which is September 10th? So you got to be really careful with the stuff this early in camp. Yeah, it, it's really important for a guy like Fedarian Mathis, who already missed a lot of time last year. We know that yep. he's a second-round player for Washington. They believe that he has a lot of talent. We've mm -hmm. seen flashes of that in preseason. He gets yeah. injured his first uh, professional game in the NFL. And then now he's nurses nursing this, you know, injury. This is a stacked defensive line. 
You yeah. know, Ridgeway might have been picked up by the off of a the Dallas Cowboys practice squad and a fifth round rookie at that, but he's shown up and he continues to be available. Darren Mathis is is might find himself in a numbers crunch if yeah. uh, this continues. Now, I'm not saying Stoner that he's going to get cut this year. Yeah, but this is kind of what we saw with Sadiq Charles, who was a fourth rounder. Now yeah. you're having Fedarian Mathis, who's just continuing to miss time. You want to get these young guys out there and developing their talents. I don't, I don't have the list in front of me, but the there's like a second round draft pick curse that this team has yeah. over the last few years with guys like Darius Geis and uh, you know, like I said, I don't have the list, but I've seen it floating around there. So he's the a second safe, The safety is the one that you should be uh, remembering on that one. The safety from. Um, um oh come on help me out give it to me uh, we we drafted him in the second yeah. round he we all thought he's gonna be a stud didn't like football goes to denver yeah. talks bad about the team i can see him but i can't i can't what's his name do you remember his yeah. name i'm gonna ask our people in the comments section <laughs> no, here no 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 okay engagement here right now let's don't okay. know who he's <laughs> missing out on and which one this one is and then uh, this year is, don't forget yeah. you have Quan martin was a second rounder and he didn't have a, a very good uh first game it's way early way just, way early. i'm just saying that yeah. we have a second round curse in this organization sam cosme second rounder he's he's doing mm. all right Mm, okay we'll i mean we'll this is year three and he's barely showed up in two uh, first two years we'll see well let us know whether or not you also believe in a <laughs> second round curse for yeah, washington yeah. and give stoner the name that he's missing he'll definitely chat with you in our comment section on youtube uh let's uh continue on with the information though here uh, a couple people kind of having standout days even though it was a jog through jp finley talking about jamin davis grabbing interception, good coverage. Zach Selby uh, lets us know the starters were going against backups, but he, Dotson, again, the second time we've heard his name here, uh, having just a great, great day, looking really, really sharp. Dotson, man, we got to be really excited about this player. Yeah, listen, I'm getting carried away with the Dotson hype because he is the real deal, and he's going to help out a young quarterback so much. And you saw that on the touchdown pass on Friday night in that preseason game. It was not a perfect pass, but it was in his general catch radius, and he made an incredible it's catch. It's within six feet of him. So, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah there we go. He, uh, he's and, got an insane catch radius. And think about the confidence that gives Sam, knowing that he can just put it out there. He doesn't have to be so perfect, and he knows Jahan will get it. So, yeah, super excited about that. And and I think this might be the first time that Jamin Davis has been mentioned by anybody on the field, in the practice field, uh, in training camp this whole mm -hmm. season so it's good to see that that somebody noticed that he's having a good day yeah i mean you've been especially hard on him and yeah. we've seen a lot more of cody barton uh shooting gaps and trying to be more physical so it's good to see that jamie davis the former first rounder for washington starting to kind of get in there back on dots and yeah. while the throw and catch the throw might have been a little off and the catch was something else it was actually the route that was just filthy i oh, wish filthy. the the game you had a get it on like the all 22 or an alternate, you know, uh, you know, angle from it because it was just nasty. He absolutely made uh, the defensive back look like a fool and then caught it and ran in there. So yeah, big He's things coming deal. for Dotson. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Uh, moving on here. Uh, you have also written off Sadiq Charles, but we find out he's getting some reps with the ones. 
Yeah. And uh, Ricky Stromberg and Tyler Larson also working out at guard. Not unfamiliar territory for either one of them. Tyler Larson, of course, has been a guard center combo for his entire career. Ricky Stromberg drafted as a center, but did play some guard in his college career. What do you make of what Washington's doing here at the guard space? Well, we know, we know Ron loves position flex. He likes guys who can play multiple positions and, and you know, that will help when you go through a season and you have injuries. And so you have guys who can play multiple positions. So that's good. I'm glad they're, they're getting some run there, but you know, I'm a, I'm a guy who likes, you do one job and you do it really well. You like the specialist. Yeah. I like a guy, he's a center and he's really good at being a center, but I understand where Ron Rivera likes that position flex. So that's, that's pretty good for him. And then Sadiq Charles playing a little bit with the ones at guard today was a little bit surprising coming that, uh, you know, he didn't even, um, play he didn't even dress for the game on friday night and then he's back in there with the ones i guess that's a good sign i I have kind of written him off but it's a good sign that he's back in there and practicing and practicing with the ones yeah i know that he he's i don't think this removes him from our surprise cut of camp no no um i i I think if anything the fact that stromberg and larson are getting some time at guard is probably a sign that we're probably more accurate on that than anything is that mm. it's uh it's they right. want to try to give him a chance. If he can win this outright, he will stay on the team. But if it, if there's a question mark, they might end up going with Chris Paul and then rounding it out with some of these other players. You got to remember they can only keep 53 and how many, how many offensive linemen are you going to take? Okay. Yeah. You got your starting five and then you're probably going to have five backups. And right? maybe so, six, depending on all the other, maybe six, right? You might you're, have 11, but probably you're, 10. You're probably going to keep on there. Your third and fourth round picks this year. Yep. Right. You, yep. so that's now you're up to seven. Yep. So Cornelius Lucas, who Cornelius both Lucas, tackles. both tackle spot. Now you're up to yep. eight. Yep. And then you've got uh, the guys that you're talking about. The Sadiq Charles of the world. And, I mean, there's a log jam there when you get down to those those 10. So you need your – I mean, Stromberg is really your third center, and you're not going to mm-hmm. drop him. Your backup is Tyler Larson. There's yep. number nine. There's number right? nine. Because we didn't mm-hmm. even count him. You're probably going to want another backup tackle rather than another guard because that's why yeah. you have these position flex. And guard center is a better combo than somebody trying to swing to the outside. Tackle is a very specialized position. Yeah. And the thing you always have to worry about when you make these cuts is when you cut somebody, you expose them to other teams. Mm -hmm. So if you want to cut, for example, uh, Mason Brooks, who has been fairly impressive for an undrafted guy, you have, you will expose him to other teams to be able to grab, grab him and either put him on their roster or give him a better deal on their practice squad. So the same goes for a Sadiq Charles, for, for a Stromberg, like you said, for Braden Daniels. So that's a numbers crunch, man. So you got to really almost be a one to mm-hmm. really solidify your position. You can't count on it again for what the fourth straight year for Sadiq Charles, a third round pick to be a backup guard for four straight years. Yeah, fourth round point, pick, by the way. But yeah. Fourth round pick. Yeah, at some point, you know, you got to cut bait and say, if you can't challenge for the one, then then we're just going to have to move on because we drafted a bunch of guys. Yep. Uh, Well, we'll keep tabs on that. We do have a couple of 53-man projects that are coming up. So uh, 
Stay tuned here on Ref the District for more on that Sadiq Charles situation. Uh, moving on, it is Ravens week. The game is going to be on Monday night. There are going to be a couple joint practices this week. Ron Rivera getting with head coach from the Ravens, John Harborough, uh, having conversations with how they want to structure the joint practice. Yeah. One, just want to say absolutely love the fact that they are going to have joint practices. Yeah. It's just something I think that, you know, we talk about the iron sharpens iron and it's getting very overused this mm -hmm. uh, off season about going up against the strong defense is going to be good for this offense. You know, what's going to be really good for this offense stoner is going up against an actual opponent. Yeah, right? sure. Testing these things out against somebody who's not seeing it every day in camp and you, mm -hmm. you get to work on your chemistry and, these players are going to be against people who haven't necessarily seen this day in and day out. That's what I think is going to be great. And same for the defense. I mean, the defense historically has been slow at the gates. We've seen that a little bit on that first drive, even though they had the, the uh, goal line stand, mm -hmm. they still bent all the way down to the goal line. Yeah. And so you want this defense to come out and be top five from the get go, not come into form six games in. It'll be nice also because this team, this uh, Jack Del Rio defense, has trouble against running quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, most teams have trouble against running quarterbacks. That's why they're kind of in vogue right now. But Washington especially does. So they're going to go up against Lamar Jackson. His two backups are Josh Johnson and Tyler Huntley, both guys who you know can scoot around on the ground as well. So they're going to have two solid days of facing an offense with running quarterbacks, which is going to really help them. And Ron Rivera even said, he said, look, the analytics say that going to joint practices is better. The teams that do this end up having better records. It's just, it's in the numbers. It's in the math. So I think it's a great idea just to be able to face some other, uh, other opponents during the yeah. week. All right. Well, two things. One, I hope that they bring the intensity, but I don't want to see any news about fighting or at least big brawls. And then second, if they open it up to the public stoner, we got to get you there. We know it's just a few, you know, essentially a few blocks down from you. It, it is pretty close, but I've been looking around and I don't, I can't find any tickets. Yeah. So I don't know how I'm going to get there, but if they're out there, if somebody's got some, let me know. It's not far right. from me. Hit us up on our social media networks. We'll definitely uh, reach out to you if you have access to that, because that would be awesome for us to get Stoner out to. Now, Stoner doesn't have access currently to that Ravens uh, practice with the commanders, but he does have access to a couple markers for our Sam Howe tracker. It was a jog through Stoner, so you'll have to let us know how Sam did, You know, looking through the information. All right, here we go with the Sam Howell tracker. It's day 14. I think he's 9 and 5, so it's day 15, because we counted the game as uh, as one of the good or not so good. So on the tracker, we've got him at 9 and 5. 9 and 5. You can he's see doing right really there. well here, yep. He is. He's stacked up, I believe, five straight days mm -hmm. of good practices. Yeah, can he make he it wants. 6? Can he make it 6? So what am I going to do, Red or Green? Nathan. It was a jog through. We're not giving him a good or no good. <laughs> this is ridiculous. We're not doing it. Putting it in the drawer till tomorrow when they have another pra have a so real they have practice. an actual practice. Okay, Going I mean, 
ever. Someone's got to be throwing those bombs to Jahan Dotson. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in a practice like that, I probably could have thrown bombs to Jahan Dotson. <laughs> All right, so no, no Sam Howell tracker, no offensive tracker for today. But you know, Ed, we heard some good things. Just not enough really meat there to to get that going. Yeah. We did also hear some essentially some good things, Stoner, about my man Tress Way, and that is that he should be pretty healthy here as the Commanders released uh, Colby Wadman, the punter that they brought in while Tress Way was dealing with some of that uh, back tightness, and then they signed tight end Caden Smith. Mm-hmm. This is a guy who spent three years with the Giants, actually had a decent rookie year. Yeah. Uh, about just under 300 yards, but three touchdowns and pretty decent, uh, you know, yards per catch. Uh, but then kind of sophomore slump and then, you know, not really doing anything for the Giants. Yeah. Here he comes. Does this signal something to you? I mean, we had Cole Turner look pretty good, but yeah. Curtis Hodges dropped an easy pa- uh, pass. You had uh, Bates who dropped a pass itself. You have Logan Thomas who's dealing with the injury. Is this Caden Smith guy camp body, or is he really going to challenge these young tight ends? Well, I think he's probably a camp body. I mean, I'm surprised that he was out there and available. As, as like you said, you went through his resume a little bit there, but I was surprised he was available, but I still think he's a camp body. It does signal, though, that there are definitely issues with Logan Thomas's calf. This is no longer kind of like a day-to-day thing. They went through a whole week of not bringing in a tight end, and uh, Logan was not practicing during that whole time. And now here we go to a second week. And now they're saying, well, we just need to bring in another tight end because everything that we do, we need another tight end mm-hmm. because Logan is definitely not going to be out there. So I think that's all it is. Now, if he comes in and starts impressing the, you know, after Bates and after Cole Turner, like you said, Hodges, uh, they have another guy. I can't remember his name. Um, like you got our Armagh too. So I mean, Armagh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's a, a Fullback kind of slash fullback, tight end. Yeah. And they have another one after that. I can't remember his name either, but um, it is a numbers game. But this guy could, he's got some potential to move some guys around, but is he going to make the 53? Absolutely not. All right. Well, we'll see how that goes. I'm going to look at the depth chart here for you, or at least the uh, the roster. So they got Bates, Brandon Dillon, Curtis Hodges, Brandon now Caden Smith, Logan Thomas, Cole Turner. Yeah, Brandon Dillon there. is who was, I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, these are some tall guys here. Uh, oh yeah, six five being the shortest, and uh, the rest of them are all pretty pretty tall guys here. So hopefully, we'll get one of those on, a, you know, game day ready for Sam Howell's tight end can be very very important for a young QB. Absolutely. So that has been your daily commanders update. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the Stoner. We'll be bringing you content all throughout this week. So make sure you continue to check us out at 7.30 here on our YouTube or wherever you listen to your audio platforms. So until next time. Sua Cravens. Be a fan.